Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello there, and welcome back. Today's episode is called, Who Taught You to Think That? (laughs) And what I love about this title is, is I want you all to hear it and read it and, well, those are the only two ways to do it, (laughs) but make sure like you hear my like shock and my anguish when I'm saying it. Like seriously, who taught you to think that? Who taught you to think that? Because here's the thing. Here's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. We are taught to think and believe certain things. And as a business coach, it is one of the things that slows people, coaches, down the most. And I'm going to run through some areas that I see these these thoughts, although they could be in any area, right? There could be tons of areas. Um... I just thought of another one, so I wrote it down. (laughs) But we are taught to think things. And as a coach, when one of my clients brings me something that is between them and what they want, building a business, signing clients, booking consults, helping their people, when they bring me something that's between them and doing that, what they actually are giving me are like their thoughts about that thing. And there are some areas of our our business that we are taught from a very early age, right? We are taught how to think about money by the people around us, by the societal influences, right? The TV you watch, your parents and their thoughts about it, people around you, right? Your, Your friends and family, school, other people's thoughts about money have influenced you your whole life. But there are other areas of your business that... They've come a lot sooner, right? They're they're a lot more like they've they're newer, they're more recent. And they have influenced coaches' thinking in certain areas, for example, about a logo and what the value of a logo is to building your business, or the value of a website to your ability to build your business, or branding, or professional photos or having a program and a process, they're all created ahead of time. There have been thoughts that you have been taught to think about these areas. Now, other areas would be like a niche. You have been taught how to think about a niche. You have been taught how to think about building a business. You have been taught what it means to sell. You have been taught what it marketing means and what marketing looks like. You've been taught all of these things. And the most hmm, freeing and relaxing thing that I can do for you is to tell you that you've been taught how to think in those areas and turn your awareness on to that. Because when you realize and you think the thought, I've been taught how to think in this very specific area, 
you then can begin to question what you think in those areas and whether they actually help you or not. Now, these are all conversations we're having inside of my program, The First Five, and you should definitely come over there and come in, have those conversations with us, be surrounded by other coaches, get coached, get your coaching from their coaching, all the things. But one of the things that came up this week was there was two things and they they connect beautifully in this this podcast. One of them was, you know, how do I know if a thought is helpful? And because she brought me a thought. And, and so when we're like, oh, I've been taught how to think in all these areas, but then the next layer of questioning becomes, but how do I know if it's helpful or not? And those are, I, I want to take another step back and say, that is always the terms I think about is there's something we believe or there's something we're doing or not doing in our business. And I like to run it through the filter of, is it helpful? Or the other option is maybe not so helpful. <laughs> You're how like gentle and loving it is, like helpful or maybe, maybe not so helpful. And so how we gauge a thought or a belief. So for example, if you pick an area like selling, you just pick an area, right? You know the areas you've got the most um, focus on. Right now, you might be hyper-focusing in on how you communicate, how you write posts, how you, um, like your process and developing that. You Like whatever you're hyper-focused in on right now, right? You know what it is. The way you're going to know if a thought is helpful or maybe not so helpful is because of the results it creates when you think it and how you feel. Now, there's, there's, there's a few different things you can look at, right? So when you look at a thought, you can measure it by how do I feel when I think this? And some of you are going to be in tune with your feelings and you're going to be able to identify a feeling. And the minute you hear the word, right, you might be like, oh, I feel inadequate, just that connection of feeling to thought is going to trigger your mind to be like, ah, probably not helpful. (laughs) I'm going to label this over here. And you're going to see that thought through a new lens, that belief, right? That belief about selling, for example, might be like selling is hard or I'm not good at selling. And so then when you're like, well, how does that thought feel when I think it? And you're like, oh, I feel inadequate. Or I feel, right, that's the only word I can come up with right this minute when I think that thought. You might immediately be like, oh, that's probably not a helpful thought. But you can keep exploring the helpfulness of a belief, right? Like, I'm not good at selling. And you could take it even further and say, what do I do? Like, what does it look like when I'm believing this and I'm feeling inadequate? And you just kind of like give yourself a run through of like, oh my goodness, right? You're, you're, you're showing your own self, your awareness of you. <laughs> That's right, right? You're showing yourself what you do when you think and feel that belief and you, you put it in perspective of your business. And you might look at yourself and be like, oh my gosh, when I'm feeling inadequate and I'm thinking I'm not good at selling, I don't even think about my people and what they want, Or when I do, it's from this very forced place and it's full of pressure. I don't think about the result that they want. I don't remember why I want to help them with that. I put every way that I help them and I pretend like that's not what I should be doing, like that there's something else I should be doing that's more valuable. I'm telling myself that thing I should be doing, I don't know how to do it and someone else needs to teach me. 
I'm forgetting all the ways I am excellent at selling. I'm thinking selling means one thing and I'm not seeing selling through the lens of all the ways that I do know exactly what selling is and how I have already been doing it all my life, right? And then you might say, oh, when I'm believing I'm not good at selling, do I sell more, right? Like you, you just kind of put it through the lens of like, do I do the thing I want to be doing? You could just make it a yes or no question. Can we be like, no, I don't write more. I don't, I don't even want to show up. My ideas are, are like, like slowed down. I don't ever put them out there because I second guess them because I'm believing there's a right way to do it, right? Like every area of your business, you have been taught how to think. This is the most valuable and important thing I can teach you in this episode. And then you're going to measure each of those beliefs. Once you have an awareness of them, you're just going to like gauge it. You're going to put it in one pile or another. And what I have my clients do is I'm like, put a line down the middle of a piece of paper, put on one side at the top, helpful, put on the other side, maybe not so helpful and break it into categories, right? Like, oh, selling, right? Put that at the top. So your brain knows like these are the constraints we've given ourselves, and you're just creating this awareness of your mind to, to categorize things. And seeing it written on the paper is going to help your brain process and understand your own experience of your business in a way that you haven't yet. Right? That's what coaching is. As your coach, I'm just coming in and I'm helping you see your mind and see all the ways you're like complicating something that's really, really simple. Because what does it actually take to have an online business? I'm going to tell you. You ready? It's really simple. (laughs) It's so simple. And then because it's so simple, we can then like have this brain drama about like, oh my gosh, I'm just making it really hard. And look at me. I make everything hard, right? You see how, how the brain will come up with thoughts that maybe aren't so helpful. But hear this. Here's what it takes to have an online business. The number one thing it takes, the very first thing it takes, and some of you guys, you want to wait to get this until later, but you have to start with it. And it's the belief, right? It's just a thought. It is a belief. It is a choice. It is a decision to believe I have a business and an expertise that people want. That's it. That's where you have to start. Before, like that, like just that one belief automatically fairy godmother I have just like bopped you on the head with my my um my bopper whatever it's called my wand (laughs) and you have a business now it's done it exists it exists because you believe I have a business and an expertise that people want because when you have that first belief what what happens right you suddenly right you're not selling you anymore you're like yeah I have this expertise it's like, yeah, it's, it's part of me, but also like people want, people want this. I'm going to tell them how much I charge. They're going to pay it. They're not forced to pay it. They want to pay it. These people exist. It's up to me to go and find them. It's up to me to get their attention. It's up to me to love them and serve them and not judge their problems and like creatively think about ways to serve them. All that's up to me, (laughs) right? But it starts with the belief. So what does it take to have an online business? I'm going to just keep repeating it over and over. The very most important thing that has to come first is the belief. I have a business and an expertise that people want. 
Now, some of your minds make this really complicated. And the way you make it complicated is you, you create all of these caveats. I don't have a business unless I have a logo. I don't have a business unless I have a website, right? And your mind will be so like, 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 uh, convincing. Like, no, really. If I didn't have a website, how would they ever find out anything about me and about my offer? You want to know how? Because I know that sounds convincing. And I know someone taught you to think thoughts about a website. They taught you to think thoughts. You know what's so funny is like, I'm actually like, <laughs> I'm I'm so against that idea where I'm like, oh my God, like here's what I think. When I think that thought, someone taught me how to think that. I become a little bit like, uh, what is this word called? Um, like annoyed. <laughs> like how dare they try and influence what I think? <laughs> Which helps me and sometimes not so helpful, right? But it's like, we're always being surrounded with it. And if we can accept it and we're just like, oh yeah, right? Like for me, what that creates in me is this like burn where I'm like, no, I don't think so. I'm going to decide what I believe about that. (laughs) Let me go make some decisions about what I think because I'm not going to keep whatever thoughts you wanted to give me, right? I'm like, I get a little oppositional. (laughs) You can do that. You can not do that. You just do you. But people are teaching you what to think and they have taught you what to think certain things about the value of a website. Now, I'm actually not saying a website's unvaluable. This actually has nothing to do with the value of a website. It has to do with beliefs that will prevent you from building a business because you spend your time and attention trying to do something that's not necessary. Because I'm going to finish my list. I have four things about what does it take to actually have an online business. But right, like what is going to stop you from believing I already have a business? I have an expertise that people want. One of the things that's going to stop you is that you're going to think, oh my gosh, I have to build a website. And I don't really have a real business until I've built a website. And my website needs to have branding and it needs to have a logo and I need to make a bunch of, and I need to know how to describe my thing because I'm going to pay all this money. And so I need to nail down exactly what I offer and I need to say it in a really great way. And I probably should hire a copywriter too, right? Like you go down this slippery slope and you are no longer focused on, I already have a business. I already have an expertise that people want and you are no longer out helping your people. You're no longer focused on being where they're at and helping them and believing that your offer will help them because you have an expertise that they want and you are an expert. And instead you're like lost down in this Alice in Wonderland hole, working on a website, tormenting yourself, trying to get it perfect. When really the way that you build the business, right? You have the business the minute you believe you do and that you have an expertise, but you build the business by focusing on your people and getting out with them and building that expertise, right? So there's having the business and then there's building the business. You already have a business the minute you believe you do, but you build the business through experience, through experience thinking about them, experience speaking to them, experience believing in your offer and that it's like, yeah, no, if like I'm gonna help you in all these ways, I'm willing to help you for free and I want you to get the result, but also like the highest level of way I can help you is come and work with me. Those two things pair and like selling becomes easy. Showing up becomes easy when you let those two things exist together. So what does it take to actually have an online business? The very first thing is believing 
I have a business and an expertise that people want. The second thing it takes to have an online business is an offer. An offer, right? That thing that you're an expert at, that you've packaged up. And in last week's episode, right, we talk about how that that offer does not have to be super specific. You do not have to have a result that is hyper specific like, I'm going to help you um, get married in 90 days or less. No, do not torment yourself thinking that your offer has to be that specific. It doesn't. You thinking your offer has to be that specific is some are thoughts that people taught you about an offer, about a niche, right? They taught you, usually the thought that I hear is it would be easier to sell if I'm really specific. So then when it's hard to sell, instead of solving for why am I not selling? Oh, it's because I'm not building experience, being with my people and helping them for free and believing that my offer can help them, right? I'm not doing that. Instead, I'm using my brain space over in an area that someone taught me to think about offers. And instead, I'm trying to make it more specific without any experience with my people or minimal experience or chasing what someone else said would work. So the second thing you need to have an online business is an offer. It doesn't have to be specific. And the thing I would say about your offer is it needs to be something you feel great about. Now, feeling great about your offer, it's very vague, right? It's not just about feeling great. It's but you're going to know you like your offer and that you want to sell it because you feel good about it. I remember in my first two years of business, I made $6,000 both years. And one of the things that tormented me was my offer. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure what the problem was, but I knew I didn't feel good about it. I felt amazing helping people for free. I felt amazing about that. But I was kind of nervous and scared and uncertain when it came to my offer. So that's why I say like you need an offer and you need to feel great about it. And so if you don't feel great about your offer, I'm not saying like go lie to yourself and try and feel great. I'm saying there's something there. It's It probably has to do with your belief and you're delivering it. It probably has something to do with your belief about what makes a good offer. It probably has something to do with your belief about their ability to get the result, right? Like there's something in there that causes you to feel a little iffy about the offer. And that's okay, right? Like that's the normal part of the process. But you have to like solidify that up because to have an online business, you have to believe you have a business and expertise. And then you have to create an offer that you feel great about, not about just the offer, but also delivering it. Because we're not like, right, like what's going to make selling hard? It's going to make selling hard if you're like, yeah, I mean, I talk a good talk, but I don't know if I can follow through. Like you definitely shouldn't hire me because I don't know if I can help you get that result, right? Like that's going to cause you not to sell. It's going to cause you not to help people. And that's all selling is. Selling is helping people. Selling is listening to what they want. Selling is thinking about what they want and helping them solve the problems that keep them from having it. So what does it take to have a business, right? Have a business and believe you have an expertise you can help people with. Have an offer. The third thing it takes to have an online business is to be where your people are and help them. I know. Just be where they are and help them. And your people are in so many places. And I think sometimes people get like, oh, I got to be in this one place. And this is the only place. Like I have to run ads. I have to be on social media, but I don't want to be. No, I have like, no, stop it. Your people are in tons of places. 
you are deciding which place you want to be at to help them. Now, I mean, to some, to some effect, right? Like they might be in certain places and you're gonna, like, there is some element of like, you're gonna want to, like, you want to help them more than you're worried about yourself. You want to help them enough to build your skill in that area to go and help them. Because that's what it takes. It takes having an online business is just being where your people are and helping them. Helping them. And when I think about helping them, right, it's like you're helping them with the belief that like this free help is valuable. You listening to this podcast, yes, it's valuable. But here's the thing. Being in my space, having me coach your mind every week, having me coach your mind on in the Facebook group, right, of the in the program or in my mastermind, like that is so much more valuable to all of you. And it's the same thing with when you are with your people and you're helping them for free, you want to hold that belief too. It's a very simple belief to hold, but it, it like it's it's hinging on you believing in your offer and that it's valuable. And that 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 is work. Like if you think that someone just believes, like if you think I just believe in my offers and that just came really easy, no. It takes work to believe in an offer. It takes work to build your mind and to shape it and create it and like catch all the ways your brain is like not helpful (laughs) and like reshape it and look at it to the point where you come out and you're like, yeah, my free content is great. It's very, they can get these results. You guys are booking consults. You are signing clients just doing my free daily work. You are getting coached just listening to this podcast. You are getting coached just reading my emails. And yet here's what I know. And here's what I want you to be thinking as well. The free content is excellent. They can get the results with it. And when they work with me, when they buy my offer, when they come into my space, they're going to get results so much faster at such a higher level. And that's the space they need to be in because they want their results faster and with less agony, right? So it's like, it's not just being where they are, but it's holding both of those beliefs because then it's a natural progression. Like, yeah, of course, you guys, like, of course, my content is great. And of course, you should come work with me. And then the fourth thing you want to do, right? Like, what does it take to have an online business? The very fourth thing. Oh my gosh, does that even make sense? The very fourth thing. <laughs> the fourth thing <laughs> is keep learning into the result you want without hating the results you get. Said another way, <laughs> keep learning into the results you want and learn to appreciate the results you get. Because if we look at all this, right, it's so simple. There's four things. What does it take to have an online business? Number one, you're going to believe I have a business and an expertise people want. That's going to like shove you off the cliff of an entrepreneur. Whereas other people are like, actually, I prefer to have a weekly paycheck. Actually, I don't really mind someone telling me what to do. Actually, I don't mind this um, raise progression. I don't mind them like telling me how often I need to be here and how much hours. You're like, right? Like that person is never going to believe this thought. I have a business and an expertise people want. They're going to be fine where they're at. But that's not you, right? So it's like, number one, you're going to believe I have a business and an expertise people want. The second thing it takes to have an online business is you're going to have an offer. You're going to create an offer. It's not going to just magically come to you. You're not going to magically feel great about it. You're going to create an offer you love and feel great about delivering. The third thing to have an online business is you're going to be where your people are, help them, all the while believing that the highest level of help 
like that it's your help, free help is excellent. And working with you is the highest place they will get the value and the results. And the fourth thing is that you're going to keep learning into the result you want while learning to appreciate the results you get. Because as you are doing your offer, right, as you're creating it, right, there's learning into the results you want. And so what you may learn is like, oh my gosh, I have been taught to believe things about an offer. And those beliefs, I just realized, cause me to like stop and slow down and do nothing. I don't show up. I don't help. I forget to think about them. I'm like avoiding my own emotions because I feel so awful in all of this. And that's the part where you learn. You're like, oh, I see the results I'm getting. And I appreciate my ability to see it. I appreciate myself creating that, that result so that I can see it and I can change. Because when we do something and we don't get the result we want, if we hate that result, we're going to try and go out and create new results. But it's like when you can appreciate results you get and you can see them, you can learn from them. If you run a webinar and you're like, that was awful. I hate webinars. I'm never going to do that again. Right? You were not appreciating the results you got. And so you like clump it all together and never doing that again. That doesn't work. I'm awful at that. Whatever you think, right? Instead of learning from the result and, and shifting more into what you want. And that might mean you might be like, well, nobody showed up. Like I talked about it and nobody came. And so learning from that result might be really simple of like, what did I name this thing? And then you might look at your title and you might be like, crap, that's boring. No wonder nobody came. <laughs> God, never mind. I see it now. Right. And then you're like, okay, great. Next time I'm going to, I'm going to name it differently. I'm going to try a different name. Or maybe your name is hot. And you're like, why didn't people come? And you're like, oh, I only talked about it three times. <laughs> I only invited people three times. Like, whoops. Okay, I could see how that might not have been helpful. <laughs> or you might be like, oh, my title was amazing. I did a, I, I killed it inviting people. I love selling free things. They should definitely come to my free training. And then you look back and you're like, oh, I spent zero time or like five minutes thinking about how I would invite them to a free call. I spent zero time thinking about that. And then you'd be like, okay, well, that zero time I spent did not help me invite them to a call. In fact, my brain freaked out. And it just was like, okay, great. This is helpful enough. We're done here. <laughs> and maybe some people reached out, but maybe they didn't. And, but that gives you the insight, right? When, what does it take to have an online business? This fourth one is like, you just keep learning into the results you want and appreciating the results you get. That's what it takes to have an online business. And the more aware you can watch your mind and say, oh, here are the thoughts I've been taught to think about a logo, about a website, about branding, about professional photos, about a niche, about building a business, about selling, about marketing, about money. Here are the thoughts I've been, like I've been trained to think these. I get to decide, but none of those are what it takes to build a business. I don't have to have a website, although if I do, and I can like create a simple one that my brain and I, you know, can do while we do the things it actually takes to have a business, great. But I want you guys to hear this. A website doesn't make you credible. And the more time you spend trying to look the part, look successful, look good, look whatever, the less time you spend helping your people. And 
having a business, yes, you can decide I have an expertise in a business and then you can spend all of your time building a website, getting great branding, having a copywriter write stuff up, really like presenting expertise, building a free Facebook group that really like shows like see how good of an expert I am. But I have seen those people make zero monies or like 17,000 in a year and they're like tormenting themselves, overworking, doing all this stuff, and they're not making the money. And it's like the difference is when you really see what does it take to have a business, you see how simple it is and you just like relax into the simplicity, you're going to get the validation that you want. You're going to give it to yourself, right? We're not going to wait. We're not going to let money tell us we're successful. We're not going to let clients tell us successful. We're going to create that validation, but you're going to start to see the proof and the results you get And it's going to be a lot easier, right? It is easier to think I can help people when you're coaching someone versus when you don't have any clients and you're like, I can help people, (laughs) right? Like it is a slightly bit easier, but you can still think it. So that's this week's podcast. I want you to consider who taught you to think that and see the areas that you are valuing and that you are putting between you and building your business. What are you putting between you and building your business? And question those thoughts. Do they help you show up? Do they help you feel great and fun and enjoyable? Or do they make you feel like you're trying to like run a business, running through mud, feeling awful, under a bunch of pressure? Then there's just, there's something in there that that we can take out and that you could feel better pretty quickly. And when you're feeling better, building your business becomes fun. It becomes easy, right? Like that is where the flow is, is when you're not burdening yourself down with things like, oh my gosh, my process has to be perfect. I have to develop it all ahead of time. The process is going to be what they buy versus like, no, like my offer is coaching and coaching is valuable and they will transform and change their life with this. I know because I'm an expert, I've done it. I've done it with me. I know what's possible for them. So question, who taught you to think that? Think about your people because they just want their results. They just want their results. And how do you build a business? You focus on them and what they want. You create space for what you want to, but you just, you question the things that keep you from serving them because everything that gets in the way, everything that someone taught you to think that doesn't help you or serve you, You are allowed, I give you permission. You're allowed to let it go. You are allowed to visualize it in a balloon and picture it floating near you and you just kind of blow a little bit and you're like, ooh, when I blow at the balloon, it kind of floats away from me. And you're like, yeah, no, I know that this this expert that I admire and trust said that, but that does not make me feel good and it doesn't help me. It slows me down. It makes me feel like I'm being trapped and duct taped up and trying to run a business and I just see it in a balloon. And I let their advice and their wisdom and that thought float away. I give you permission for that. Because someone taught you how to think everything. And there is no good or bad thinking. There is no set of rules that help you do something quicker or slower. It's just a matter of does it serve you? Is it helpful to you or maybe not so helpful? And everything that's maybe not so helpful... You might need to put it in that balloon and blow it away multiple times, but that's okay. It's part of the process. 
Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.